It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey everybody, welcome. Thank you for listening to this episode of Marriage Therapy Radio. My name is Zach. I'm here with Laura. Today we're talking about just how to maybe gamify your relationship a little bit. We sort of start with and toy with the premise that couples that play together stay together. We come up with a few ideas about how you can sort of outdo one another on behalf of the relationship. Um, There is a time-sensitive announcement about a game that Laura and I are inviting you to play. So if that's of interest to you, you're going to want to jump on that right away because we're excited to play with you um, if you're interested. Um, But for now, this is a very cool conversation. Stick around. Stuff I want to talk about. You have some stuff you want to talk about today? Mm Mm-hmm. I'm right in the middle of finishing my lunch. I feel like I cannot eat enough food right now. Okay. Like you're, I looked, out. you're trying to do a half, half iron. Yeah. I'm yeah. just, um, like I put food in my mouth and then I do some stuff. And then I looked at my clock and I was like, it's not even 11 o'clock. And I've already had what I would consider to be two, two meals. Like I've already had breakfast and lunch and I want the next meal. I'm going to start filling in meals. Okay. But is that the thing you want to talk about? No. Nope. Okay. There's other stuff, but I wanted to know what's happening in your life before we get going because I haven't seen you for my life. Four days. Yes. Yeah, I'm interested. I'm kind of obsessing about fantasy football right now. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I wanted to ask you a question. Okay. You want to ask feel, me? Ask me what? a question. You want to? I want to ask you a question. I want to ask you a question. How do you feel about if we started a fantasy football league for our podcast? Uh, that's fine. You can manage it. But like, would you have your own team or would you have the team with me? Mm, I want my own team. Okay. Because I don't think you can be a good co-team leader with me. That is a super weird thing to say, but okay. Don't you think that's accurate though? If you and I were to share a, like when it, a it's team. True. It's true. I would want you to would, have more autonomy whole, than you. Exactly. We would, we exactly. would both want autonomy over the team. A hundred percent. Okay. Not a, <clears throat> so I think we should have a... 10 team league that we make oh, up okay, and we will be two of the teams. And if we get eight people within about one week, tell us that they want to play fantasy football with us, then we can start a marriage therapy radio fantasy football league. 
All right, I'm into it because I'm I haven't been I haven't committed to any other requests that yeah. I'd be a part of their fantasy team. I just I don't know, dude. I think it's kind of fun. I think it I saw this a uh, video today mm. and it was a couple in marriage therapy. It was an ESPN fantasy football commercial. Is a couple in therapy and she was the one who was talking about how he wasn't a reliable partner because he couldn't like stay on top of the waiver wire or add and drop his men, you know, and set his lineup. Okay. And I just thought that's hilarious. I think we should do that. Particularly if you want to play together because the couples that play together, they stay together. Mm-hmm. And so I think if you're listening to marriage therapy radio and you want to be in a fantasy football league, maybe even it's your first time and you're not sure how it works, but like your partner likes it or something. Oh, it, this uh, has to be a partner thing where no, partners. I'm just saying, but like, what if you did? Like, what if you were like, hey, I'm just listening and I've never played fantasy football and my husband does. So I, I, let's do that. Maybe he can teach me. Or maybe the two of you can come in and you can compete against each other. I don't care. I'm looking for the first eight people, maybe okay. the first 10 people, because we could have a 10 person league or a 12 person league. Okay. I would be a big fan of having couples do it together because I think that would be even more interesting. Meaning they manage the same team or they manage. Mm-hmm. Opposite they teams. manage the same team. We do an exercise like this um, in our workshop. Do you remember which yeah. exercise? It's the, uh, what do you call it? The desert stranded island. on, yeah, the desert island one. Yeah. I think this would be sort of like the, the longer version of our desert island exercise. I'm also open to having um, a league where everybody has their own team. Like if you're a couple, like you and I aren't a couple, but like we could be one couple and like I'd have a team and you'd have a team. But like if, if Jim and Sally want to play, like Jim can have a team and Sally can also have a team. Mm-hmm. I don't really care. But this episode is going to come out on Tuesday, the 30th of August. We would need to fill our league within about a week in order to play. Okay. So you, okay. need to, you need to Instagram me or email us uh-huh. and tell us that you want to play. And if you, and if we get enough people, I'll hook you up. We'll make it happen. Okay. So Zach's the Instagram guy. It's marriage therapy radio. And I think you should, by the way, put an announcement out now so that people can see it. And then they'll hear the podcast come out. On Instagram. I should go on the Instagram right now. On the Instagram. Maybe I'll try one of those stories. I'll try a story. Cool. I have no idea how to do a story. I actually just took that. I've never done a story before, but I'm going to try it. I just took Instagram and Facebook off of my phone and I replaced it with Ted talk, the Ted talk app. I kind of figured like, I'm going to use my time more wisely. We'll see how it goes. Anyway, I found something on the YouTube that I think you would like, and I'm thinking about your nachos. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an, it's a YouTube show called hot ones. Okay. And it's this guy, his name is Sean and he, and he eats really hot stuff, right? He the celebrities. celebrities and they go through 10 hot sauces. They eat chicken wings. Um, hold on. You have to clear your voice. You know what it is, Zach? I, it's you're you're drinking like dairy. At the same right time as doing, yeah, yeah right at the same time as doing this podcast, which means that you're making Jason work and clear out all of your throat clearings Sorry. and your gurgles. Sorry, Jay. But he's the greatest producer ever. He, he answered the phone today from Disneyland. But it, no, it was Universal Studios. Universal. Oh, yeah. It was so, close enough. But that's pretty amazing, right? We had a question yeah. and we don't normally record on a Wednesday, but he answered your phone call at least. Yeah. So okay. anyway, this dude interviews celebrities. They're eating chicken wings. And they go through 10 different hot sauces and they get hotter and hotter. But the guy is such a great interviewer. He's a fantastic interviewer. I love it. Okay. And it's called Hot hot Stuff? Called Hot Stuff. Hot, all right. I'll check it out. Yeah. That'll, that'll be a good way to, we watch the, way to Mary waste Mary and I time. watch them and we watch the one with Paul Rudd. It's fantastic. I, I oh, just, Paul I Rudd. Watch. I, I understand why Paul Rudd got Sexiest Man Alive. I totally get it. Yeah. He was, it, because he's funny. 
Women he's love. He's, he's charming. He's smart. Yeah. Guys he's who don't take handsome. themselves he looks so like seriously. He's about 32 years old. Yeah, he hasn't yeah. aged. He looks the same as the day he was in uh, Clueless. I'm excited about our fantasy football league. So thank you for doing that. Me too. Also, I'm into uh, it. What's up with you? What did you said you had something you want to talk about? Mm, yes, but I do want to tell you that I just got my new bike, and I bike. also okay. the one you got fitted for. <clears throat> yeah, so it's here. I'm no longer. I know you already told the story, or we told the story about how I acquired my bike 11 years ago from a gentleman. Um, in downtown Seattle. And I will put that bike as my indoor trainer. And then this bike is really fancy. It has all of this automatic, like I have to plug my bike in. It's not an e-bike, but everything's electric. Does that make okay. sense? Sure. I don't, I don't know. It's like the Tesla of bikes, but I also got shoes. And I was told that when you first start riding with the, sh- the shoes, cycling shoes that clip mm-hmm. into your pedals, that you need to basically like ride in grass. And I had heard that from so many people. I was scared to do my first ride. And my girlfriend finally just said, let's do it. Let's go. We're going to go do it. No big deal. No problem. Not a thing. I'm agile on my bike, like a kitty. So anyway, I'm ready to roll. Quite literally. Yeah. Cause I'm training. I told you I'm going to do the century in Tucson, the Mm -hmm. century bike ride. So Mm -hmm. I have 12 weeks to get myself up into century shape. I love it. Me too. In the meantime, I'm going to eat everything in front of me. If you hear me crunching, it's because I'm eating my favorite snack, which is chips and salsa. This episode has not been brought to you by any sort of chip or salsa, but Our, I would love. I'm, I'm, I'm drinking a smoothie right now and it's from Daily Harvest. So that's kind of cool. That is really cool. I really love their smoothies. I've been doing that in the morning, but unfortunately, way, um, two hours later, I'm hungry for another. When we, when we, when we read our ad for Daily Harvest, that was not me cheating on HelloFresh. Because they're the same company. They're different. No, they're not the same company. They're just different products, basically. HelloFresh is like a meal planning kit. This uh-huh. is like prepackaged smoothies and whatnot. So Yeah. Uh, I think of them as like the quick grabs, like the more sure. like the in-between yeah. meals. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I've never shied away from talking about pleasure. It's my honor to introduce you to Dame. Dame products are designed to make you feel so dang good. One of my favorite pleasure toys is the Eva. Eva is the first hands-free vibrator for couples. Boost your pleasure and connection for all with a little toy that won't get in the way. I love that Eva is small, it's soft, and it's super inviting for first-time toy users. It's a sweet little jewel that nestles close to the body and it stays put with just a finger so that you and your partner can focus on your connection while Eva enhances your experience with that buzz that we all enjoy so much. Eva by Dame Products is 15% off along with all products sold at Dame when you use the promo code MTR. Be sure to check out the massage oil while you're there cruising the website. So that code again is MTR for 15% off the entire site at dameproducts.com. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. All right. Let, here's the thing I want to talk about. Okay. So I've been uh, chatting with my girlfriend, totally acceptable that I tell this story. And she's, she's basically saying, I just wish my husband would call and let me know that he's going to be running late. 
Like, just call me. It doesn't matter. I'm not going to get upset. I want to support you. I want to say all the things that are, you know, like, I'm really proud of you. You're doing such a great job at work. I love that you're out there making money for our family, all of these things. However, when he says, Hey, I'm going to be home at four 30. And then he doesn't call and he comes in the door at five 45. She, she kind of feels like he's taken away her ability to have joy and support him because now she's frustrated that she mm-hmm. has been taken for granted. Mm-hmm. And so it, through this conversation, I'm like, okay, I hear this a lot from people. And what they're saying is I just want you to call, which is not actually what they're saying. I think what she's saying is, I just want to know that you are thinking of me, that I'm adding value, that you are um, respecting me, honoring my time, all of that. I want to know that that you think about me, basically. I get that you're at work and that you're working hard, but I also want to know that I'm a priority in your life as well. And it just kind of sent me on this path of, help me help you. How can I help you? Get, you actually have a phrase, help me give you what you need no, so it's I can get what I want. It's, how do I give you what you need so that I get what I want? Slow it down. That's so fast. Say it one more time. How do I give you what you need so that I get what I want? Yes. How do I give you how what you need? How does she give him whatever he needs uh-huh. to make sure she gets what she wants? And what she wants is to feel like a priority in his life. And so I guess the question for him would be, what do you need? What do I need to give you? Yeah. What she wants is to feel like a priority and she hasn't cracked the code yet to figure out how to get the, the, the manifestation of that, which is a phone call on the way home. Right. And so part of what she gets to say is, Hey, I've been trying this, that, and the other thing. It's not really working. Mm -hmm. I know that I need to feel like a priority Mm -hmm. and wondering how to help you do that. Like what do you, but it would be helpful for me to call you at like 5 PM and say, Hey babe, what's your plan? Yeah. Is it a text? Is it what, like, but what is the thing there? Because I do think you're right. Like she doesn't want the call. She yeah. wants the, the call doesn't the matter. She wants the connection. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes feel like a priority. Yeah. When we talk about this, sometimes we talk about um, like softened startup, which is I feel about what, and I need. And I think there's a way, there's an easy way to say, Hey, I feel sad when you don't call me and I need you to call me. Mm-hmm. I think what you surfaced with her was the other thing, which is I feel proud and good and connected. And I feel happy when you Mm -hmm. do call me. Mm -hmm. I feel important. I feel Mm -hmm. valued by you. I look forward to you coming home when you call me. Yeah. I want more of that. And I'm, and I just need you to know, like, I'm willing to to give you whatever you need to help me get that. But yeah, I like flipping it over and saying, what's the, what's the positive part versus the complaint. Yeah, I do too. I think it's so much easier for people to hear it, to take it in, digest it and respond non-defensively when you're flipping it into a more positive, gentle startup. The other thing is uh, with her her in particular is the other, she wants to be supportive. She wants Mm -hmm. to be in a good mood. Welcome him home. Honey, I'm so glad you're home. You are such a hard worker. Come She wants to like dote on him. And so that's the other thing that she's talking about is like, this is the other thing that I really need. I need this to be easy. I need to feel like it's easy for me to give this to you. And unfortunately with the hour of waiting, um, I've lost that joy, (laughs) that love and feeling. Well, and interestingly, that's what he wants too. Totally. To come home and have her be excited to see him and connected. And, and I mean, I'm assuming that's kind of what we all want. And Mm -hmm. so it's almost like, Hey dude, if you want what you want, which is to feel 
respected and enjoyed. And then, Hey, there's a really easy fix for that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, he could put a, he could put a post-it note on his steering wheel. That just, I would say by the time he's in his car, it's too late. He needs to put up a, even like a, I've been, te- man, I've just been telling people use your phone for good. I mean, we use it all day long to distract us, but you can actually use your phone to set reminders. It's not cheating. I swear to you, mm-hmm. if you have a reminder at four thirty in the afternoon that just chimes and it says, text your wife, your ETA. Oh my gosh. Like mm-hmm. that is going to make such a huge difference. And it doesn't matter. Even if you had two alarms, one at one, one 23 in the afternoon that says, text your wife, how much you love and adore her and why yeah. you love and adore her today. Yeah. Use your phone for good. Um, so the thing that I'm sort of tapping onto a little bit is my husband and I have been really bumping up against each other with time. Like okay. my desire to do things, his desire to, this is basically my therapy session. You're just joining me along okay. today. Yeah. Um, and so what we've been trying to figure out is like, how can I graciously give you what you want? Like, what is it that, how can you make that easy for me to give to you? And just as an example, because I talk about my husband and his golf game and all of that all the time, you're following it. He has a big tournament, surprise, surprise again. And I said, what would make it really easy for me is that if you come home from your golf tournaments, it's easy for me to say, hey, I know you got another three days of this. Thank you so much for being home. So I guess what I'm trying to say is tapping into what is it that I need in order to feel like this is an easy give and it's rewarding as well. Because when he leaves to go golfing, if the golf game is like understood that it's going to be a four hour golf game, but he gets mm-hmm. out home seven hours later, that makes it hard for me to give him that generous and with generosity. Mm-hmm. And so what I've tried to coach him on is like, make it easy for me to want to say yes. If it's a four hour golf game, tell me that you're going to be home in five hours and then come home in five hours. And then that's easy for me to be able to say, Hey, that was really easy. I got, I get it. That was great. I love that. I can do that more and more. Um, I find that people are, are making it really difficult for their partner to want to give to them. I'm just trying to figure out how do you break down those barriers or have those conversations to make it easier to give. Part of it's just logic, right? Like there's just, a that, that, that we do better when we are sort of driving the cycle upward versus we do better when we're stingy. I mean, I guess it's something about generosity, right? Like Kate and Naley Clamp, they talk about radical generosity, which I love. But just the idea of, I really do want to give you what you need. Have I ever told you how to buy a used car? No. When you go in to buy a used car, there's a way that you win. The way that you win is you get as much car as possible. Right. And you pay as little as possible for that car. Mm -hmm. And that's a pretty crappy way to be in relationship with people that you love. It's almost like you want to do the exact opposite, which is I want to buy this car and I'll pay whatever it takes to get this car because I, at the end I want you to feel good and I want to feel good. I, I, I did this once. It was the weirdest thing. I went, I found the car that I wanted. I feel like I told you this story to say that. I know. I was like, I feel like I've heard this story too. I'm pretty sure our podcasters have all also. Heard I don't know. Story. Maybe it was one of, one of the ones that we scrapped. But you can tell the story again. Just for re just for recap. Um, <laughs> I went to go buy this car and it was the exact car I wanted. She had it for like $3,500 or something. And I did what you're supposed to do. I said, Hey, can, can you do any better on the price? And she said, and 30, I was willing to pay $3,500 for it. 
by the way. And she said, yeah, I'll sell it to you for $3,000. And I was like, mm, how about $3,250? Because I felt crappy. Her boyfriend was standing right there. And she was like, okay, that sounds great. And he was like, that's the weirdest negotiation I've ever seen in my whole life. But at the end of the day, I didn't feel like I had taken something from her. She didn't feel taken advantage. I didn't like, I didn't win that. Like we kind of both won. Mm-hmm. Um, cause maybe she only wanted 3000 and I was willing to pay 3,500. So whatever. Mm-hmm. But, but I think that's how we have to be like thinking about negotiating with our partners. How do I give you sort of more than you're asking for? Mm-hmm. Um, so that we don't open the door for resentment or let, let kind of this imbalance get created. Yeah. Uh, it only works if you have two people that are willing to do that. Like it only works if you're if you're both listening to this podcast and you're like, hey, are you clear on the arrangement? I'm going to give you a lot. And the, the only way this works is if you also are in agreement that you are going to give a lot. It's not a relationship of giving and receiving. It's a it's a relationship of giving and giving. I don't know. I definitely buy that in theory, but I'm also thinking about Sometimes just being generous is the right thing to do, you know, setting the example, or we've talked uh, maybe three podcasts in a row about going mm-hmm. first. Yeah. I've used I mean, that a lot, by the way, in the last, in the last week with my clients. Yeah. Sometimes you just have to, sometimes it's just the right thing to do to be generous and to say, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to give you this. So this is the other piece, right? There's this attribution thing that we talk about. If he's coming home late or he's later because of whatever, when they walk in the door, you have a choice in your brain before you, before you open your mouth is this who they are or is this something that's going on? Right. You know, if they are thoughtless, you know, selfish, mm-hmm. um, you know, kind of whatever distracted, mm-hmm. th- then you're going to treat them in a certain way. But if you think of them like, Oh man, maybe it went a little bit longer or maybe he's genuinely got ADD or maybe he's just forgotten to, or maybe he had to stop and do something on the way home, whatever, before you open your mouth, it changes the way that you show up. And right. the way that you show up changes the way they show up. Yeah. So that's, um, I don't know. I think that, I don't know if it needs to be mutual. Ideally it is, of course, because it drives everything up and everybody gets more and more of what they want. But, but I do I, think uh, you can do it on your I own. I think there's certain circumstances when you can lead with generosity, but you certainly can't have a relationship where you have said to yourself, I heard Zach and Laura on the podcast. I'm going to just start leading with generosity. I'm going to overgive to my partner. I'm going to figure out what they need and I'm going to give more than they expect. And you do that. And the, the, the way that your partner responds to that is by changing nothing. That's to me, you need to have a relationship that is equal where both people are leaning in and over giving. That was what the, the clump clumps, clumps, clump, K-L-E-M-P. Clump. Yeah. Clumps we're talking about is both people need to give. In the relationship. That, by the way, it's a book called The 80-80 Marriage. It's based on the premise mm-hmm. that like, it's not really 50-50, sort of 80-80. Everybody kind of goes above and beyond. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. where you have the most attraction. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of what's been on my mind. And I told her, you know, just Ooh, listening to yeah. her complaint. Sorry. Yeah. You, did you just have something hit? Well, yeah. I just like the, I mean, sort of, I like the idea of out serving the other. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to out, like, of course I did this nice thing for you because you did this nice thing for me. Yeah. Of course I did that because you're amazing in this way. Well, of course I'm amazing because you make it so easy for me to do to do that. Like driving it up, I think is really, really the goal. You know, I can't just, for me, I need time parameters. I need an experimental amount of time. Like if I, in my head, Mm -hmm. if I say to myself, Hey, 
Rye, let's try this experiment for the next week. Starting Monday, we're going to outserve each other. Like okay. the first person to the coffee pot, whoever gets to the coffee pot first can serve the other person coffee in the morning. And then it's like, what can you do next? How can you continue to serve, serve, serve? I need parameters where you're just saying for the next for a day, try it for 24 hours. I think yeah. that's long enough in order to feel like you're out serving your partner. And then meet at the end of the day and just say, how was that? What'd you think about that? It's interesting because I, I feel like I do too much serving as a mom to my mm. kiddo. I know mm-hmm. what that feels like to overserve, and I'm trying to rein it in a little bit and teach them some independence and autonomy. Um, but I, as I have learned to overserve my my son, I have backed off from serving my my husband, mm-hmm. and I actually would really love to get back into that. And I would love to be served mm-hmm. in a way. Sometimes I wonder if that's a if that's a gendered thing. If you know females are mm. Mm, maybe, but I, it's kind I, of not. A, it's like almost taboo to talk about gender differences these days. But, uh, well, the problem with talking about gender differences these days is that on its surface, it's that you only have two options, yeah, you know, male and female. I mean, then of course it, it, it bifurcates all the way down and there's lots of different conversations, but I think they're really, did you are, just say bifurcates? Bifurcates? Yeah. I've yeah. never I heard that's that the right word. word, but it sounds good. Never heard it ever in my life. I will now yeah. be Googling that. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, me, I'm more in, I'm more sort of an Enneagram person. So there's sort of nine personas or nine, mm. it breaks down sort of along nine lines. Um, okay. But, you know, you can be an MM, you can be a Myers-Briggs person and it breaks down along like 16 lines. I think it's 16, whatever. Mm. But I think it's just, people are different and we need to figure out kind of what works for them. I, I was thinking, I was describing today to a couple that, you know, this argument we talk about sometimes, like, I wish you were more like me. And he goes, well, it's kind of, always, I guess that's everybody's challenge is to figure out how to manage difference. And I go, yeah, but it's almost like there's this big globe and it's, it's a 3d globe and people may be inside of it and they might be really far apart. They might be really close. The task is the same, but some people have to work a lot harder to draw in the difference. I know that's okay. a weird thing to say, but, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think that there's a challenge to try and figure out how to, how to, um, sort of close the gap between your different fundamental styles of relating, whether that's service or whether that's adventure, whether that's, mm-hmm. you know, justice or grace, or maybe that's, you know, peacemaking, or maybe it's, you know, success, who knows, but there, there are, there's, it is a constant piece of work. And I just think if we're trying to go, go to the sort of out serving or out loving or out, you know, helping out comforting, um, I don't know. I just, there's something about that that appeals to me as a competitive person. And like I said, mm. the couple that plays together stays together. So maybe turn it you're into work, a game. You're working really, really hard on uh, <clears throat> getting that, like that Instagram quote, the couple that stays together, not, plays together. I'm not, I just say things. <laughs> I'm really not. <laughs> Which by the way, hold on. If you want to know the definition of bifurcate, cause I'm, whenever I hear words, especially from Zach that I've never heard, I love to look them up, but it means to divide into two branches or forks. So I will be introducing this word to my son who will now know what bifurcate is 31 years yeah. before. However, I used I it wrong it because, because it's two, right? But I was saying the opposite. I was saying it was more than two. It's many. Mm. It's like a many for Kate. <laughs> many for Kate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, was Holly there something, was there something that was on your mind or do you feel like maybe we shall save, save that for another episode? Uh, yeah. I mean, I had, I had two whole things that I sent you. I sent you the whole thing about couples getting it right, which I don't think we should start now. And then I sent you a mailbag email too. 
Mailbag. We do have a lot of people that do you think it's better for folks to, it doesn't matter, I guess, you know, you can send us mailbag questions that go through our Instagram and you can send them to info at marriage therapy.com. Yeah. I, I, I try to cruise through the Instagram and answer as much as possible. Cool. I, I, I interacted with a guy yesterday that was, um, kind of fun. He's a comedian. He said he listens to the podcast to help him sharpen his relationship jokes. Okay. I was like, I love that. I'll I'll be of help to you. That's, yeah, that's my, uh, that's. that's Did you ask him for like free tickets to a show that he might be performing at? No. He's in Atlanta, but next time I'm in Atlanta, I'm going to go by the, go by this, go by the spot. Yeah. Yeah. It's basically going to be a story about this guy named Zach from Seattle. It's a marriage (laughs) therapist. He just tells stories about you for 30 minutes. I do have a new favorite comedian, by the way, if you're out there in the market for looking for somebody that is, uh, his name is Joe Para. And it's just delightful. And I won't tell you more than that. Uh, but there's a show on HBO Max called Joe Para Talks to You. And I just watch it. They're 11 minutes long. I just watch it with a smile on my face the entire time. So that's awesome. Yeah. Right, uh, the well, world needs more of that. The world needs more people comedians. who are just trying to bring good, wholesome, healthy mm-hmm. content into the world. And I'm like, why don't you just be one of those people in your relationship? It starts always at home, right? Mm. Hey, hey, Instagram quote. Um, be a person who brings, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I will be tell the you the thing that brings a lot of wholesome joy to our family is we've been watching a lot of videos. Um, I don't know what they're called. Reels, TikToks. I have no idea. They're short little videos of uh, mini, I'm not going to say this right. I'm just going to say wiener dog, mini wiener dog. Um, because we have a new family member that will be joining us. Um, and be, why are you shaking your head? Because I'm anti-dog. I'm sorry. It's ap- it, it is happening. And here's the fun part. So it was supposed to be Ginger Snap. My, my son named a dog that he didn't own um, a year ago, Ginger Snap. Well, we have a male dog, which my son also said doesn't have to be gendered. It could choose no gender, which I was like, okay, that's mm-hmm. cool. Because he really wants to name the boy Ginger Snap. But we've gone with smidge. So now we have a dash and we have a smidge. You get yeah. it? You get it? Because I love to cook. A dash of this. Oh yeah. Got it. Cool. Okay. Yeah. So we've been watching a lot of mini wiener dog clips and they bring a lot of joy because they're pretty darn cute. And then there's a lot of voiceovers and music and it just makes me so happy. So we watch about, I don't know, three minutes of that before we go to bed and it just makes both of us very happy. (laughs) Okay. That's my long story. All right. Let's, uh, let's land this plane. Hopefully there is something, um, and maybe a challenge. I'd love if people actually take on this like 24, our challenge to what did we call it? Out generosity. Yeah, out, just sort of out serve or out love. Out serve. Out, yeah. Out help or out compassion or out flirt. And yeah. Just, just pick the thing that you want to do. But you do have to tell your partner that you're both playing the same game. You can't play the game by yourself and hope that your partner figures out the rules to the game. Like if you're going to do this challenge, tell them <laughs> the rules of the game. All right. I, okay. I kind of like playing those things in secret, but whatever. And cool. if you want to play fantasy football with me and Laura, yes. shoot us a note real quick. Um, uh-huh. and what happens if you get like 55 people that respond? I will take the that? first. Okay. The first 10 people. Cause that'll be a 12 team league. Okay. And also if you bribe me with nice things, if you try to out nice the rest of the people, pretend like you're trying to buy a house and there's going to be like 10 bids on this house. There's going to be a lot of bids on this house. And you write the okay. note to the owner and say, Highest our, and best. Family, <laughs> our family would love to take your home and help it become 
you know, we'd love to have your house and turn it into a home. Yeah. I will. That's, I will give you. You're willing to, to take that? <laughs> yeah. Good night. I would, I would be like, I don't have time to read this stuff. Just the first, the first eight people. But here's the, what I will work on. We have sponsors and whoever the winner is, I'm almost certain we could send like a Dame product to you or right on, maybe sure. even like, yeah, I'm just going to start promising that our sponsors you guys are going to start over promising and under-delivering. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll send you a used Dame product from Laura Heck and Ben Dorgan. <laughs> I got to go. I crack myself up. Yeah, we need to land it. Okay. Next time. Right. Next time. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Marriage Therapy Radio and um, our friend Jason behind the scenes let me know that my microphone was not so great in the entire recording of that podcast. So thanks for sticking with us even when it's subpar. Thanks for all of your time and attention making your relationship better today than it was yesterday. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.